0: Game day for the Arizona Coyotes. They are up against the Calgary Flames once more. We're going to talk about that game and what to expect from the Arizona Coyotes on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes.
1: Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We're going to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. It's a game day for the Arizona Coyotes. They are heading on over to Alberta, to the north north side of the border right a little, for a little bit. They go, they're up against the Calgary Flames today. It's a... It looks to be a 6 p.m. start. It is over there in the uh, in the mountain daylight time. We don't do that. We don't do daylight. So
1: we don't. But <laughs> <What? laughs> Flames
0: are tonight. Yeah.
1: Uh, every time uh, I hear Calgary, uh, I think of the older wrestler, Lance Storm, back in the WCW. Uh, he would always talk about he's from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. He was born to wrestle and bred to win. Uh, And that's the only connection I had to Canada growing up outside of going to Niagara Falls. And, uh, you know, he's not wrong in the year 2022. The Calgary Flames are a good team, kind of. Uh, I have a lot of questions about them. They are the top team of a very weak Pacific Division this year. Yeah, the Pacific
0: Division to me is all sorts of whack. Yeah. Um yeah. The fact that the Flames number one, the Kings are two, the Oilers are three, and the Golden Knights are out of a playoff spot.
1: The King or the Flames are not only number one, they have three games in hand and have five points ahead of the Los Angeles Kings. And yet somehow, in two of their last three games, they have lost to the San Jose Sharks. And the Buffalo Sabres. They lost 1-0 in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres a week ago today. Like, that's just not something a number one seed should do. Yeah, no. I mean, should we really be surprised, though?
0: Because we knew the Pacific Division was going to be trash. We just thought the Golden Knights were going to be a for sure number one. Yeah. And they're not.
1: (laughs) And... and, uh, I mean, like, when you look at the Flames, they are very much the Flames that they've been for the last couple of years. They're a very top-heavy team. They have some phenomenal skilled players like Johnny Grudeau, um, Matthew Kachuk, uh, Eric Lindholm, or Elias Lindholm, apologies. Uh, like, top players you expect to be at the top of the standings uh, doesn't really seem to be too much beyond that. So, like, uh, it, it does feel like... The Flames are the right team for the right time to conquer the Pacific Division, whatever that's worth. I mean, all I'm going to say about it is
0: I think they're just taking advantage of how bad the Pacific Division is.
1: Yeah, that's all yeah. it is,
0: you know. Um, but like you said, they did lose to the Sharks.
1: They did so lose, like, and the like, they couldn't put up a single goal against the Buffalo Sabers. Like, a 1-0 overtime win. How often do we really see those?
0: Very rarely. I don't think. if, if like Have we seen that at all? No, we haven't seen that for the Kyers. We've seen a 1-0 game, yeah. but it wasn't an overtime game.
1: Yeah, and like, if if the Coyotes are, are scoring more than you, then that's a problem. Uh, that's not to say that the Flames are like low in the standing for like goals scored. They are not. They have two players already above 30. They have two at 29. Uh, so they definitely are a, a high offense team, but it definitely seems to be like a concentrated offense. If you can you know, stop the top one and a half, two lines you could probably shut down the Flames, it looks like.
0: And it's just yeah. a matter
1: of like shutting down Johnny Goudreau, which is like, uh, yeah, you could uh, probably win a Jack Adams if you could figure out a way to consistently do that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm looking at just
0: the top um, of the the salary cap table and I'm just looking at, you know, and, and matching all that up. And I'm just like, yeah, I think it, for the most part, Lines up with
1: yeah. how they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's it. It feels like if the Golden Knights were not like ridiculously injured to start this, and currently in a salary a cap hell of their own making, uh, yeah, like they should be at the top of this Pacific Division, and I don't. Really, see another team that like shouldn't be up there with the with the Golden Knights, with the Flames. Like every team in the Pacific is just an insanely flawed team, and uh, I mean, it's good for the Coyotes' tanking purposes.
0: Yeah, I mean, because the Coyotes have more of a shot, (laughs) like you know, they have a more of a shot to, you know, get down and at the bottom I guess yeah
1: Yeah, I mean like if the Coyotes were playing multiple games against the Sharks and the Ducks and the Canucks like as opposed to uh, all the games against the Wild and the Avalanche I could see that potentially being a little bit different maybe they're up against maybe a little bit higher than uh, Seattle but that's not the case they are at 44 points with the Montreal Canadiens sitting in the basement
0: Which is funny, though, because in the last power rankings released by a host of Locked on NHL, the Arizona Coyotes moved up to number 28 in in the power rankings. And I'm like,
1: excuse me? 28? Power rankings are always kind of like delayed and... uh, I I love seeing the ones where there's a written explanation because usually they'll account for that. They're like, yeah, sure, the Coyotes have been hot lately, but we don't expect them to really be consistent for that. It's kind of like uh, people always talk about how the Oscars should be awarded like three years after the movie came out because you need some time. Uh, But yeah, I don't see why the Coyotes moved up in the rankings this week. Uh, I just find it funny that they lost three games in a row. And let's be fair; they're probably gonna lose this one.
0: Yeah, they're probably gonna lose this one. The last time they, last time they played them,
1: um,
0: that was actually was it a win?
1: No, uh, I think it was a four-two loss. Uh, it was just it was early last month, uh, early February. Uh, yeah, four-two loss. Oh yeah, that's right because
0: uh, it was a part of a back-to-back. Um, the first game was against the against the Avalanche and we were just like, Oh my god, they got some momentum. They got a big win against the Avalanche. Let's see if they can carry against the Flames, who aren't as good. Yeah.
1: And they didn't. They so. did not. Which it, it just kind of like lends some evidence to maybe the Coyotes are just designed to stack up well against the Avalanche this season. And moving forward, that'd be probably a good thing. Like you should match up well against your division rivals. Absolutely. We're going to talk more about this matchup in
0: just a moment. Um, We got a lot to get to in discussing Arizona Coyotes versus Calgary Flames tonight at 6 p.m. local time. So we are going to discuss that. But first, a quick word from Carl.
1: So I have a message from our friends at Bill Bar, and that's, have you tried the puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best tasting built bars. Uh, the Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, even the Puffs. They have all kinds of different flavors. You can get the yummy cinnamony churro, you can get the coconut marshmallow, you can get my favorite, the banana cream pie. Also delicious. You're gonna find one that'll be your new favorite. Built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which typically has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. What I want you to do is go to built.com and use the promo code locked15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. They're gonna be glad you did.
0: So back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leano and Carl Pavlock. We're discussing Arizona Coyotes versus Calgary Flames. That game is set for six PM Arizona time tonight. Let's get into the uh, more of this, more of the matchup as we get ready for. it. Um,
1: no goalie info yet, uh, officially, but. I think Greg Morgan said is gonna get the starts for all three and Kojinash is gonna be riding back up.
0: Yeah, that's what I would, that's what I was gonna, you know, Ooh. somewhat think of because Kojinash is out as emergency because uh Sateri is not cleared from immigration yet. So yeah. uh, there's still some stuff to be done. So and obviously Vemelka is Vemelka, he can he can get it done. We have no worry about that.
1: Yeah, although a back-to-back against Winnipeg and Edmonton on Sunday and Monday, that's going to be kind of tough. Uh, I, I was kind of wondering about that because I do remember reports of the immigration, which you always kind of see with players coming overseas. Uh, because the Coyotes are on an all-Canada road trip, I did wonder if that would make things easier because it was he was originally going to go to Toronto. Um, and then the Coyotes claimed him, so he's going to New York. I, I don't think either of us know too much about the immigration laws that go into waiver wire pickups or contracts, but I thought that that may, may make some difference. But at this time, doesn't look like it would. Um.
0: Yeah. No. I think because there's a in regards to that because there's this there still has to be a, like employment paperwork based off of that. Yeah. Right. So he's like, oh, like you're, you know, you're here in this in this country because you had to work, and like you and um, and even though they're in Canada, the Arizona Coyotes are a American team.
1: Yeah, and. And like I said, um, I think in yesterday's episode, um, or prior to this week, like there's a lot going on with immigration right now and like checking like passports and stuff. Uh, I'm sure a professional goalie is kind of like low priority in, in some of the stuff that, you know, those offices are doing. There's a lot of world crises is going on right now. Uh, it is the reason why he is, was put on waivers because the KHL, uh, is in shambles. Yeah, yeah. There's issues with the KHL right now. Understandable. Uh, so, like, it's all kind of seems like it could all be like trickling down. And, and like I said at the top, neither of us really know too much about the immigration laws for waiver pickups. That's a uh, not the most common scenario. No, it is not.
0: So, Corel Malka, the likely goaltender, um, very likely goaltender for tonight and for the rest of this road trip. Uh, Jacob Markstrom on the other side for Calgary is the likely, it, it says unconfirmed on daily face-off, but let's be real. Like, look at the Calgary Flames. Um, who's the other guy? Some
1: 24-year-old Daniel uh, Vladar. Yeah uh Validar's had 16 games uh this season only 14 starts compared to markstrom's 49 uh and i do think we're kind of past the days where teams are taking the coyotes less seriously we definitely had that for a while i think it definitely contributed to some of the bigger wins but yeah if you've seen what the Coyotes have done this month, you're like not going to take too many chances. You're not going to fall for the trap, uh, as we saw many other teams do earlier this month.
0: Absolutely. So that's, um, they'll make things interesting. It'll make definitely more of a challenge for the Arizona Coyotes because, as we both said, this is probably a game they're not going to win. Um, yeah. They're going to win their, They're going to lose their, what, what now, fourth straight game?
1: Probably. Um,
0: but let's, I mean, let's be real though um this month was supposed to be a typical month and somehow the first half was like filled with you know lots of fireworks
1: yeah a couple of eight and nine goal games um it, it's really goes to what we have said is the Coyotes problem this entire year uh consistency and this is just an extension of that. The Coyotes were hot in the beginning of the year. They're scoring all, or hot in the beginning of the month, scoring all the goals, starting to dry up. They can't get beyond two for their last three games. Uh, they were held to one against Pittsburgh. And the team really just needs to find a way to, to do everything more consistently.
0: Yet yeah, they, I think that's a, that's a common discussion, consistency of the Arizona Coyotes. And yeah. I think and i'm like and it makes more sense this year because it's the first it's still the first year of a new new regime but i th- still think it's just a common there's a common denominator here and it's just freaking fact like, that they just like they're just not going to be consistent and, and i think it's the youth right you know like it, they have they they still have a lot to learn
1: it's definitely the youth um and uh, we're seeing it definitely more this year just a lack of skill Because I do think that, you know, the truly skilled players, they can also be inconsistent. They can be streakier or they can be just as streaky. um, But they find ways to kind of, like, break that and, like, get points where they can or really just, like, have, like, a good effort in, like, individual shift and try and do that. It's the difference that we saw, um, you know, Lawson Krauss last year, looking very snake bitten versus Lawson Krauss this year, uh, that extra year, he's another year older, he's advanced his game that much more. He's finding ways to kind of counter that. So I do think that the Coyotes will hopefully find more consistency as they get better players. It, is always potentially a coaching concern just because everything is like everything is a combination of players and coaching. So I hope that we see the issues start to decrease a little bit more, but you know, I, I, we haven't seen enough of Bears' system really to see like, oh, this is going to be something that consistently does well,
0: but it's grown definitely from the beginning. So,
1: yeah, it absolutely has. Like, it's all kind of like positive science. I have like no real concerns about that yet, but I never want to say like, oh, coaching is definitely not an issue when like three years from now we could be saying like, yeah, coaching is an issue. Like the, these problems have not gone away yet. And I don't think that they, that is going to be the problem. Like I said, everything looks good so far, but eh, I, I definitely think it's a, a potential concern.
0: I'm trying to see on this list. Um No, former Coyotes, right?
1: Uh I was looking uh Michael Stone. Is he injured? May um he's
0: listed under under the seven active defensemen.
1: Cuz he's limited to four games. Uh, So probably. Yeah. Former Coyote Michael Stone um, hasn't played since March 13th. So, yeah. Uh, Who knows what's going on with him. But he has also seen diminishing ice time uh, throughout his time in Calgary. Yeah, and again,
0: he's the seventh of listed active defensemen and it's probably likely the other Six that are freaking running the run, running the game for
1: for Calgary. Yeah. So so no former Coyotes, which is surprising because their GM is the former assistant GM of the Coyotes. That's true. But you know, it,
0: I think that will make things interesting because again, you usually look at games with a lot of form, with you know former Coyotes, and it's like, oh, let's see if this person has a good game. But yeah. I, I, at the same time you look at the other things you've mentioned, you know, the former assistant GM um, of the Coyotes is, you know, GMing the, the Flames. You have their. The, you have the Flames head coach who was the head coach of a rival, a pretty big rival. So Coyotes fans
1: probably hate him the guts. A lot of people hate this guy's guts. Yeah. I'm, I try too hard not to hate coaches. Um,
0: but yeah, well, you. We're talking like you know. There's a lot of fans out there who
1: who do not know. like Daryl Sutter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I I I would not mind seeing Sutter's team lose. I will say that. Uh, but it, it's like even though he has been like connected to. Uh, you know, Coyotes rivals, probably the biggest Coyotes rival, the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, I, I don't really see too much of it. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure how great a coach I think he is. Like, I think the Kings definitely played really well. Uh, but like I said, I, I think the, the Flames this year are a okay team in a shitty division. So I don't know how much credit I want to give them.
0: <laughs> Very true. Very, very true. We still got more to get to, though, on this episode of Locked On, Coyotes. We're going to get to our picks of the game. We're going to talk about who we think is going to win, how we think is the, the game is going to go based on points spread and all of that. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. It's that time of year. Again, as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds, contests, and player products, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. And speaking of Bet Online, or speaking of the college basketball tournament, um, if you're like me. You're probably upset
1: right now. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, in your inferior school lost. I get you. Hey, <laughs> ASU didn't even make the tournament, so <laughs> yeah, but it's basketball. No one cares. <laughs> uh,
0: fine, uh, it's basketball.
1: Most people care. <laughs> uh, sports hipsters that like hockey. Uh, you, you're fine. It's college basketball. <laughs> Fine. Anyways,
0: though, speaking of bet online, it is time for our bet online picks of the game, because this game is going to be interesting. As we mentioned, we both kind of agreed earlier on that the Coyotes are not probably going to win this game. Coyotes point and a half underdogs at plus one thirty, plus three twenty six. If you want to take the money line for them, total points set at
1: six points. So, I was thinking about this game as I was walking back from the store with my Monster Energy drink, because I'm in my caffeine addiction. Uh, And I am going to go 3-1 Calgary. Uh, I think the Flames have not done especially well lately. The Coyotes have not done well, especially lately. So, this seems like it should be a low-scoring affair. Also, just looking at Markstrom's numbers, like, just really good. I do not see the Coyotes getting too many.
0: A goaltending battle between Vemelka and Markstrom. I can see this one happen. I can make see it be make it interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I could definitely see that too. But we we have seen that like Vemelka can do a lot for his team, but he you is only going do to do so much. He can only do so much, and he's going to be up against some tough competition. That said, though, um. I'm going to take the
0: points for Arizona, but the, I'm not going to have them win. I'm okay. not going to have them win, and I'm going under. Under. Um, I'm going to say my score is going to be 3-2 Flames.
1: Gotcha. So a little bit more than I had. Um, which is definitely, I would say, a good way to go. I think we're both kind of on the same page in terms of what Calgary's offense is going to do. But I mean, like I said at the you know first segment, the Flames lost one zero to the Buffalo Sabers in overtime a week ago today. Mm-hmm. Uh, if nothing else, I'd say the smart money is probably on taking the under, uh, and then if it does get to overtime, which I think it could, like that's potentially like slightly better than a coin flip. So who who really knows for this one? So your betting picks are the
0: same as mine. Under and take the points, because if you're going to overtime, then
1: Oh well no, I, I said three one originally. Like oh. I, I'm saying potential overtime as something that could be there and as something okay, that fair. yeah, they've done. But I still think the I don't think the Cavs can push this one to overtime. Okay, so three one
0: is your score, but we both have going it under because going it under, yes. Um Shelby an interesting one, right? You know, I mean, it's interesting because the last few games for the Cays have all been over. I, mean, I think we've all been like, oh, over, over, over. I think it's been a while. So. Was Seattle,
1: because I think, um, was Seattle six?
0: Yes, and it ended at six exactly, which was a, which or so that's a push.
1: Yeah. So, but I mean, if you look at it, like, Seattle scored four. Uh, San Jose scored four, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh had three. The Coyotes had one. Like the Coyotes have not been contributing much offense to to these games. Like it's it's not like when they faced the Ottawa Senators and they scored eight. Like this team just doesn't look like that team anymore. They they seem to be a little bit. <sighs> less engaged i don't know like watching the seattle game i was just very disappointed by that third period
0: maybe they remembered they're supposed to be rebuilding this year
1: (laughs) it could be and you know we we talked about like what's gonna happen like after the trade deadline because there is always that thing with like you know that could change like a locker room atmosphere uh we now have phil castle who's stuck on a team that he doesn't want to play for for another uh 19 games um 18 games so i i don't know uh what's going on i would like to see the coyotes kind of like snap out of it and have a good performance but uh just the last three games haven't given me much much hope no it will be i mean and again
0: um i'm an advocate for the shame for shame for shame sweepstakes
1: so (laughs) it never works though if you if you uh if you try too hard it's like a watch pot you can't watch it too much it's never going to boil i don't
0: know like part of me is also on, the, on uh, under the um belief of manifesting right speaking it into your existence if you sure. keep talking about it it's going to happen <laughs>
1: uh yeah if that's uh if that is your belief uh i am very willing to say that that could potentially happen uh i am just of the mindset that there is nothing that i can do that will influence the coyotes in really any way um hey, like Carl- certainly n- if the, content, Not the
0: if the content boys can manifest the sharks getting William Eklund, we can manifest the coyotes getting Shane Wright.
1: I think that's uh two very different things, though. Like Is it
0: though? So? Yes.
1: It so? <laughs> yes, because they they are what manifesting other things. We are manifesting a lottery machine. Um that's you know, there's the cold science of However, the NHL runs its lottery now that we have to worry about.
0: Yeah, but we can still manifest. It doesn't hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, either way, though, neither of us have much hope for this game, and we're already focused on kind of the next ones. This is going to be a, a, a not fun road trip, I think, for the Coyotes. No, it won't
0: be because they got... Uh, this game then they got the jets and then the Oilers like they had to go from Alberta to Manitoba and
1: back to Alberta it's like what why yeah. but, and all in the course of four days that's uh that's gonna be tough
0: it is gonna be tough but that is gonna be our show um, you can take whatever our betting advice as you wish we actually um, if you decide to bet, once again, if you are someone who does, please gamble responsibly. But that's it for today's show. If uh we hope you guys enjoyed what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, to like and comment, and subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coyotes. On Instagram at Locked on Coyotes and on Twitter at L-O- underscore Coyotes. Interact with us, ask us a question. Um, also I'm personally at Robin Leonio. Carl Pavlik is at KarlPadlock F F H. You can interact with us, ask us a question. We can we can answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out right there. Hope you guys are staying healthy, and don't forget to howl on.